Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast, My Broken Hallelujah. I'm Missy Reed. On this episode today, I really felt like we were supposed to talk about kind of where everyone fits in the kingdom of God. I was watching Lance Wallnow and Mario Murillo this morning, and he was talking about how people don't really know where they fit anymore. They don't know really kind of what to do or where to go that they feel overlooked or they feel like there's too much going on and they don't know really what to do. And I just felt the Holy Spirit say, that's your podcast right there is to talk about how we really all do matter in the kingdom of God. We all have a purpose. We all have a ministry. We all have been given the responsibility of the Great Commission, right? So what does that look like? What what is it for people who say, I don't want to do a podcast. I don't want to preach. I don't want to teach. I don't feel led to do any of that. So maybe what I have to offer isn't enough for God or isn't really big enough? What is one person's prayer going to do or change or or anything like that? And I want to tell you not to give in to that. That is an absolute lie because we really are important. Even if we are called to be an intercessor and nobody ever knows our name, but the Lord has called us to pray over people, over our country, Whatever country you're listening at, I'm in the United States, but you could be from somewhere else and God has put you in a position to be a watchman on the wall to pray. That is so very important. Do not ever let the enemy shortchange you on that. You don't have to do a podcast. You don't ever have to lead a prayer in front of other people. I'm not saying you won't. I'm not saying God won't ask you to do something different eventually, but we all have a place. And there's tons of scripture that points that out specifically. Uh, The one that comes to me when I was studying this out was Esther 4.14, where it says, and who knows, but you have come to this royal position for such a time as this. There are a couple of things that stick out about this whole scripture. So if you go read the whole 414, it says, For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you may have come to a royal position for such a time as this. There's so much in this scripture. If you think about it, it's kind of mind-blowing. God could have put you anywhere in the timeline of creation till now. You could have been born in 1877 or when you were, and he chose right now to put you here, to have you positioned here for such a time as this, to pray, to stand in the gap for your family members, again, for your country. Just so many different things. And I truly believe if you begin to seek God and read his word and ask, how do you want me to pray today? He will absolutely show up and tell you whether it be from 
the Word of God. Today I was watching a YouTube video. Sometimes I just get kind of a feeling in my spirit where I feel the unctioning of the Holy Spirit to go this direction. And sometimes it's blatant, this is what your podcast is going to be. And I can already hear people saying, well, I'm not in a royal position. I'm not Queen Esther, but you are. And here's the other really cool part about this. In 1 Peter 2, 9, it says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him that have called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Is that not mind blowing? Maybe it is just to me, but I just think it's crazy how God just always confirms his word and what Jesus did for us on the cross and where we're at now and how we really do have the authority to stand and pray. And there are tons of books on spiritual warfares and decrees and declares and all of this, all of this. And I think I've mentioned another podcast about Dutch Sheets and Give Him 15, Tim Sheets, who declares almost weekly on his YouTube video, along with a ton of others. Lance Wallnow, I think, is probably, in my opinion, one of the best teachers and preachers out there. I just like his style, and I get his humor. I understand it's not everybody's cup of tea. That's cool. You can find yours that you will know and pray that if they are tried and true, the Lord will show you. But there are... I mean, it's just so much. So kind of what I do is in the morning, I pray over me and my family. I apply the full armor of God to my husband, myself, and my children. I speak very specific scriptures into our lives. I have now started praying Psalms 91 over us, along with a few other things. But I would encourage you to set down and get quiet before the Lord and just pray and ask where he wants you or how he wants you, I guess I should say, how he wants you to pray and which scriptures come to you. Even if you just do a Google search over your family, maybe you have family members that are not serving the Lord, or maybe there's a division in your family that only God can heal. You know, there's just so many different ways that God can lead you just Pray that it's only his voice and not the voice of the enemy. And I believe he will lead you. Another thing I would really, really encourage you to do is to read Ephesians 6. I think it's verse 10 through 18. And it really describes, goes into detail about the armor of God. And then I would, I would tell you to research it. Because it's pretty phenomenal when you get in there and break down each part of the armor of God. And I would encourage you to search out the scripture where it tells you that Jesus is your rear guard. And I can't remember what that is off the top of my head, but you can do a simple Google to show also that you are protected. But don't think that you have to have this big ministry or a name to matter to God, because that's just not the truth. 
He is just as invested in you, me, as he is the big name preachers you see on television. Uh, One that just came to mind was Joyce Myers. He's just as interested in us and our prayers. They are just as important and they matter just as much to him as the prayers of anybody. When you have a whole nation, a remnant of God coming together and praying for their country, you're quoting scripture over your country, then God is moved to act. His word promises you that his word will not return to you void, but goes out to do exactly as it says. So even if it's not the country you're praying for, maybe your only focus is your children, or maybe you're a teacher and it's your classroom and every kid in your classroom, or maybe you're taking care of your elderly parents and that's where your prayers are going, or maybe you are called to the global prayer movement. We are all so very important to the Lord and our prayers and our time with him and our refreshing in his word. I remember when I was really going through some spiritual warfare before I even started the podcast and I had felt that I was supposed to, of course, do some things. And so I was, I don't know if it was complaining, (laughs) probably was complaining, but I just, you know, there's, was a lot of excuses and all of a sudden the Lord showed me kind of like an old school movie reel. You remember when they used to be on the big wheels of the film and it was like from where the world started and then to the world's I guess probably ends. I don't know what the end real was. And I could see all this time going by. And then I seen me and all this time had gone by, but I was specifically chosen to be in this part of the film. I was right where I was supposed to be. I was doing exactly what I was supposed to do. And even if I took the long way, and made a wrong turn or did something or didn't the blah, blah, blah. I was still right where I was supposed to be in time. And that showed me that I was important. Even if no one ever knows my name, I'm totally cool with that. As long as you know the name of Jesus, as long as you walk away and say, man, I, I, I heard this teaching today about Jesus and it totally changed the way I thought. And I went and got and dug into the scriptures, but I can't even remember the name of the person that was talking. That to me is fine. My prayer all along has been, Lord, they hear your words and they see you. Doesn't even need to be me. Because when you start to get closer to God and you start really understanding the love that God has for his people, where you are in his timeline, what he is asking you to do and to be, then you will accept your position as being maybe the watchman or the Sunday school teacher or the church cleaner or 
wherever God has put you and whatever he's asked you to do right now. When he shows you, and I believe this is a confirmation to some of you, this is where you belong right in this time. And I have plans for you. You don't have to have a big ministry and never think that your prayers aren't tilting the scales because I believe they are. I remember hearing, I can't even tell you how and when I heard this, but a teaching on the cup of iniquity. And I could never understand the cup of iniquity because the Bible tells you how evil all of these people were and how God had promised this land to Abraham and and all of these things. But yet the cup of iniquity, their cup of iniquity wasn't full. And I could never understand, Lord, you knew, you knew that they weren't going to change. You knew that they were going to get more evil, but there's always a chance of repentance. And then I remembered Jonah. The judgment of Nineveh was put off, I think, 150 years because the people repented and they prayed. So I don't know where we'll be in 150 years. <laughs> I have a an idea, but I could be wrong. It just goes to show, though, where you matter and what God can do with your prayers. They actually fill up the bowls of heaven. That's also in scripture. And they, like I said before, go out and do exactly what they say they will. You start speaking scripture and praying and interceding. It's like a a battering ram to the plan of the enemy for people's lives, for countries, for whatever it is that the Lord has you praying for. I know personally I've I've had to I shouldn't say I've had to I've felt the Lord ask me to decree things over the United States over the last 3 years and I have and I believe just last week the Lord really oh I don't even know how to explain it honestly I was actually just doing laundry and I wasn't even really praying. And I just felt this horrible, evil presence, not just a darkness, just it was so heavy and so evil. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, this is what's coming. And I was so shocked by it that I literally went and sat down and I, I just, I could feel it. And it stayed with me for probably a couple of hours And when I finally could kind of come out of that a little bit, I asked the Lord how I was supposed to pray. And he led me on how to pray and to send his angels out to keep that darkness from covering the United States and his angel armies. And had I not done that, had I just accepted that I'm just this little girl living in Oklahoma that nobody really knows, you know, I could come up with a thousand excuses of why, or, you know, I probably heard that wrong, felt that wrong, whatever. What if I would have just blown it off? Now, would he have gotten somebody else to do it? Probably. 
But for some reason at that moment, I was anointed to do that for such a time as this. So I just, if you're feeling like you don't matter, your prayers, you don't even really know where to start. That's a lie. You do. You matter. Your prayers are very important to the Lord. The word that you speak out over whatever the situation is that you're standing in the gap for, I promise you those words are going out and doing exactly what they say they will. Even if you don't see any proof of it in the natural, there have been times I've been praying and I have had to say, I will not be moved by what I see in the natural. I will only be moved by what the word of God says. And this is what the God of all the earth says over this situation, over this person. And even if I'm still standing in that gap and I'm still praying, I will not cease praying until I see the move of God happen in my country and in the lives of people I'm praying for. So with all that being said, I just wanted to come on and let you know, you matter. Do not stop praying. We need you. You are probably called to pray in a way that most of us don't. And that is so needed in this world today. So if you find yourself discouraged and you say, I can hear, I understand what you're saying, but I still just feel such a heavy heart and just still kind of lost and not sure that I mattered. Let me, let me pray over you. Let me just speak some life into you. And right now, Lord, I just bind that lie off of their minds And Lord, I ask that you just remind them who they are in Christ, that they are victorious, that their prayers matter, that they can apply the full armor of God and they can stand and stand firm in their prayers Lord, that they are mighty in your kingdom. I ask Lord that you just open their spiritual eyes and you show them that they are mighty in your kingdom, that the enemy does not win, that he is not bigger than you, that they feel your absolute love, peace, and compassion in their hearts, but also Lord light a fire in their bellies to pray and to start standing and taking a stand. Lord, that you would give them the courage to decree and declare things over their families and over their nations. Even if in their mind they think, oh, I don't, I'm not sure I'm qualified to do that, that you would again remind them who they are in Christ. And they are called for such a time as this, that their royal priesthood allows them to stand and decree your word over the situations and know that they know that they know that they know that it will be fulfilled in Jesus name. Amen. Well, guys, I hope this podcast encourages you to just continue to stand I'm going to go, I just was going to make this one a short one just to jump on and and really kind of do what I felt like the Holy Spirit was calling me to do. I hope you guys have a fantastic 4th of July. I almost forgot to wish everyone a happy 4th of July. 
I love you guys. I'm praying for you. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.